I'm Roxy. I'm El Michelle. And this is this, this is thing this that we're thing. doing. Therapy. I mean, we just talking right now. We are. I'm going to do that every episode. Okay. Welcome to episode 19, and I'm 1,000% sure that that's accurate. <laughs> Look at God. <laughs> of Therapy Noir. Therapy Noir. Hey. Guys, it's been some weeks. My God. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, the best I can do is apologize. I apologize. I knew, I knew you were going to sing. I you knew already that. know. You know what? I've been doing that to Ruby. Whenever we talk on the phone and she says something, I just start singing saying a song, song lyrics. Sing a song. <laughs> she hates it. I, I love that song. I love Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah. Anyway, guys, it's been two weeks, and frankly, we have a lot to talk about. Do you still going to the city? Yes, but my thing is not till nine. Okay. Yeah. Great. Um. So we're just gonna get right into the foolishness. Um. We're gonna kick it off like we always do with what's on your mind. So what's on your mind, El Michelle? This is gonna be slash whine about it for me. I got okay, a couple of things. No, you gotta whine about it when it's time to whine about it. But what's on my mind is the text I got, which sounds like a whine about it. Oh, I have a whine about it. Okay, great. So go for it. <laughs> you know what my whine about it is gonna be about last Thursday. Thursday before last. Thursday before the drink. Last. Oh, girl. So, um... That was last Thursday, actually. Mm-hmm. Anyway, go ahead. So, listen, guys. So, what's on my mind is I need y'all men to just get creative on dates. Like, don't tell me you spent all summer spending money and now you don't have date money and now you're Wait. getting your money up. Like, I just, I, I can't. Don't talk to me. It's not about money, guys. Like. This text just wore me out, and I'm gonna read it, and I'm just. Read it, girl. Do you need me to? Do you need me to run lines with you? Let me pull it up. <laughs> Y'all, we about to run text message lines. This is crazy. It's the one you posted on the book, right? Yep. Okay. So start there because it. I'm it... the. I'm the. Um. Okay. I'm the gray box. Okay. I know how iPhones work. Okay. Okay, I respect that I won't be out of commissions. Commissions? Okay, sorry, I broke character. Okay, I respect that. I'm going to be out of commissions for a minute. Summer fun, SMH. Got to get this money right so I'm not going out for a while so it's all good with me. It isn't always about going out, though. There are creative ways to get to know someone without exactly going out or spending money. But I'm at the point where I feel like y'all can figure it out. If you're interested, you'll get creative and do other things than text. If not, I get it. I only disagree with you because creativity and NY is not easy to do without cash. But you might be right. It's just not my style. Capital letters on the night. Not. raised these ingrates i said okay got it i said we can agree to disagree enjoy your nap that's all i have for you that's all i have for you and then oh i'm sorry i didn't text you this part he said i was napping i'm up now i'm like great go back you didn't he didn't catch the shade of course he didn't catch it yeah they slow (laughs) you know guys i'm just like and I really be trying to stop saying the N-word, but there's no other way to describe y'all sometimes. Yeah, it's just, it wore me out because I'm just like, I'm so tired of explaining myself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to Boo who I see quite often who doesn't have time or whatever, um, 
I see you spending time in coin wherever you want to spend it. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> trust me. I follow you on Facebook, but don't get tricked. Mm. I see you. So, I don't know. Y'all see each other. That is so funny. I didn't know you knew that reference. Because <laughs> I didn't think you watched that. But um, Every now and then I'll tune into an episode or I'll see a We meme, see each other. Or I'll see like a little post on Facebook. And I'm like, that's funny. But I'm not inclined to watch a whole episode of this. Yeah, I just, that was what was on my mind. It's just so aggravating. And it just wears me thin. And I try not to make blanket general statements about Dating in New York, but clearly I grow weary. I grow as thin as Kellyanne and you know, Conway and Donald Trump's toupee. Baby. Patience thin. And the thing about it is, is it's not hard to be creative in New York City because there are literal websites catered to free things to do in New York. Honey, and it is as easy as a cheap. Google search. But he can walk his little ass over here and get a plate of salmon and potatoes. Who? Him. He said he was? Well, he did already. He did already. All right. We're not feeding him no more. We're not feeding him. We're going to feed him the money that he needs to get his paper up because the summer took his funding. We're going to feed him prayer. Okay. How about that? How about that? Because I can't. Can't over it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so what's on your mind? You know... I have really been sitting back and considering toxic friendships and relationships and how I'm just over it. I'm like over toxic people. And I feel like this happens to me every time like a major life change happens, you know, for me personally. Like the first time I got the flu, this is going to sound crazy, but I evaded the flu for 29 years of my life and then right before I made 30 I caught the flu for the first time and Mm. after that I was just like people were on a chopping block I was like chop 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 get rid of all the people because the flu is hard okay baby the flu is a struggle it is a struggle struggle as this in between straight slash curly hair I got because I ain't washed it (laughs) last night you gotta give it a good wash baby yeah you could tell right you could tell I ain't wash it I just kind of I can tell you just like wet it but you just like saturate it you just like you gotta saturate it because the curls look struggle you gotta sat you have to actually wet it okay I'm gonna wet it tonight dry it you'll be fine t-shirt yeah you should always dry your hair with a t-shirt Towels are horrible for your hair. Y'all, the natural hair struggle is real. All these rules and regulations. <laughs> I learned it from another it's like the natural. NFL. Shut up. Okay. Anyway, so now that I have gotten through the worst of surgery recovery, and mm-hmm. I just like really sat back to think about some things, mm-hmm. and. Like, I just took some time to think about things that people have said to me in the past that, like, or done to me in the past that really hurt my feelings. And mm. I was like, and then things that they've done more recently that hurt my feelings. And I was like, why are these people in my life? People that you've been knowing? People that I, they were new friends. They were friends that I made here. Rather, like, specifically, you know what? This is my podcast, and, you know, I'm not going to say names, but I'm just going to name that, like, I worked with this person um, um, at the school, but, like, way before. It's not anybody, like, recent. Um, but, you know, just thinking about where I am, with my comedy and how far I've come and, like, all the life changes that I've seen since I started working there Mm -hmm. and, like, leaving a job and, like, going through the surgery and going through recovery and, like, literally almost dying because had I waited one more day and not went to the ER, my kidney function, baby, I'd be on somebody's list for a transplant, okay? Shut the hell up. It's true, though. Somebody's (laughs) list. I can't. Um... But just thinking about it, and I was tweeting it, and then people were like, what the fuck? And I was like, yeah, like, that's crazy. But anyway, when I first decided that I want to pursue comedy, um, I'm very much one of those people who, was, who I tell it to a couple of people, but not a mm-hmm. lot of people. And she was one of those people that I decided to tell. And I was like, you know, 
Because at that point, I was at the job for a while, and I was like, you know what? I really need a creative outlet. That's the only thing that's going to hold me here. Mm-hmm. And so I went to her, and I said, I think I want to try comedy. And she stopped what she was doing. She looked me up and down and said, well, use your weight to your advantage. And she worked at the physical school? She worked at the school. Like, she mm. worked at the school. This story sounds familiar. Um, I may have told you, like, a while ago. Um, and my reply was, why should I have to use my my weight if I'm actually funny? She was like, I guess you're right. And then more recently, that person did not take my health into consideration when um, they asked me to do something. Like, not even considering, oh, this girl's in recovery. Like, she's going to need some time to get her bearings back. Like, maybe I should wait to ask her for this thing. And it's not something that I have mentioned just because I have not figured out a way to be like these things were kind of fucked up like one thing happened years ago and okay but this thing was really recent and you need to know that sometimes you do really fucked up things that make me really mad um and just like just thinking about those two things just made me sit back and be like, what are the toxic friendships and relationships in my life that I could do my without? My God, my God. Who can go? Who should stay? And it's not like a... Um, and I try not to say um, I'm eliminating people who don't serve me because to me that kind of sounds like I'm using people, but you know, I guess it depends on who you tell, but not eliminating people who don't serve me but eliminating people who don't grow me mm-hmm. and who like just aren't there mentally spiritually emotionally with me if that makes sense mm-hmm. so I've just been thinking about that a lot like as I'm transitioning into new spaces in my life gotcha yeah Yep. so that's what's <laughs> Yeah. That's what's on my mind, Jack. That's real. You know? It's real. Some of these people gotta go. <laughs> they gotta go. Move, move, move right okay. out of my life. Out of my life, okay. Like the dream girls. Okay. So yeah. So, so yeah, that's it. Shall yeah. we move on to the next segment? That's life. That's life. You Shall, start. I should start? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, this past weekend, I got back on stage for the first time since surgery. Look at God. And it was great. I did two shows on Friday. Um, The first one was fun, but like a little weird. Um, I didn't get a whole bunch of... I I would consider it a bomb. I didn't get a whole bunch of laughs. I also didn't like sit down and really write the way I wanted to for it. I was still kind of like, I just want to sleep. So... I really want to start working that muscle of getting back to writing. But then right after, I went and did a hip-hop improv show. And it was so good and so fun. And, like, it just came back even after not being in the practice for, like, a month. Um, And then I did a show the next day where it was successful and I got a lot of laughs and like lots of compliments and then for the first time I am traveling to Washington DC to do some hip hop improv. Ooh, ooh. What weekend? So this weekend. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm leaving Friday afternoon. I'm looking Um so I'm That's excited fun. about that. It's exciting. I have um, show starting to line up for October. I'm in a sketch show at UCB. I got into a class, an, an, an advanced study Harold, which will qualify me to audition for house teams next year. So I feel great about Good. everything that's happening right now. Um, and I'm just enjoying being a comedian and getting back on the scene and you know, having a great time, and I'm going to get some new headshots taken, and, you know, just really get on my grind, 
And yeah, I feel good. I feel energized. Like I feel sprightly. Don't make those faces at me. That girl says sprightly. <laughs> What's the first thing you think of when you hear someone say sprightly? Sprite. No. I thought of that. Because <laughs> I haven't heard the word sprightly in like 30 years, yo. <laughs> Since you were born? Literally. <laughs> literally. Like, for real, for real. I just so. feel happy to be doing comedy again and, you know, not being out, being outside the four walls of my apartment. It's amazing. It's great. God's good. He's um, faithful. Yeah, you're living your best life, girl. I have nothing fun going on to tell you guys. I have nothing to tell you. You're the whole party. I'm planning it. That's a problem. I don't have friends and family that have a planning spirit for me. Nobody surprised me with nothing but one time in life. So after this, I'm not surprised I'm not doing nothing for people because they don't know how to plan for me. <laughs> they just be like, my mom is literally like, and thank God for her. She's like, here, use this money for whatever you want for your party. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, it's like no element of surprise or anything, but... <laughs> Yeah, that's about it. I'm going home um, next weekend for the party. Mm-hmm. Whoop de do. Get excited! You're making thirty. Like <sighs> your best life should be that you're going into thirty. You know, and you, I'm, I've been seeing you like make some big decisions and decide like what you're not taking from people. So you should be proud of that. I'm telling you, you hit thirty. Or you get close to 30 and you just start thinking and moving different. And I'm seeing that. So. And I mean, Effie White move. Hello. You know, you're, you're right. Especially in dating. It's just like, yeah. I was, listen, guys, I was sitting in the whatever houses in Brownsville a few <laughs> weeks ago, just sitting on an air mattress, looking at the ceiling, wondering what I'm doing with my life. Just sitting, looking. Like, why am I here? Ravenswood, Ravensview, something. No, that's... Somewhere you need to be. Somewhere I didn't... I had no business there. None. Zip. Okay? I was just sitting there like, what am I doing, guys? I think now is the time where we, like, decree and declare that we're not dealing with nobody that does not have similar accommodations as we do gotta be because it's just like and you know not even accommodations because i mean i get my hair done in the projects i mean shout out to tylena i mean she slayed erica watson's hair Whoop. um it's just more so like just alignment period yes like i can't like i see the good in you but that's all i need to do i just need to see it i don't Mm -hmm. need to feel it I just need to pray. I just need to pray. I don't need to kiss you. I don't need to be next to you. I don't need to do anything with you. Like, you can be fine from 10 feet away from me. That's so real. And just be fine. Like, it's just about personal space now. And it's like, the guy that I share with you with the text messages, I'm like, this is the second time around. And you slow, you still not catching it. With two daughters and some age and some salt and pepper hair that is beautiful, mm. with a beautiful salt and pepper beard, mm-hmm. it's just it wears me so thin, and I just don't understand what y'all not catching. I don't understand you. I don't have time for this, but I got time for that, dudes. Don't bring me into your space mm. if you aren't ready for me to occupy that same space along with you. And have some caliber plan for life. Like, I just, I don't have it in me anymore. And so it's like, I I just have to ask God to help me stick with that. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been cooking more, centering myself, working my little gigs. I'm ready ready for the next round of productions and whatever else the Lord has for me. Because the season at Forest Hill Stadium for me, it's up um, next Sunday. And so um, I'm just praying for... More gigs that will lead me to more opportunities to network because I said that I wanted to go into 30 being more encouraged and more networky. Like, forget it if it's cool, if it's 30 degrees and there's someone there that can put me on a 
two day production on a weekend. Like I'm with Let's it. Let's go. Bundle I'm up, with put it. Put on some boots. Yeah, like go. I have to do it. Like I have a life coach for a reason. I'm not paying mm-hmm. all this money to not do my assignments and not take seriously what he has for me. Yeah. Like I have to really be like, okay, so what is happening next? Because the season is up and I need more gigs, not for the money, but for somebody that's gonna put me in a place of okay. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So. I I'm excited. I'm just, I'm probably just a little tired. Um, and I'm just ready to hang with my friends and eat some Louisiana cuisine because I miss it so much. Mm-hmm. And just be home. I'm going to probably cry. Like, y'all, I remember crying with Roxy in July. Knowing yes, I ain't need girl. to be wailing. Got on my phone, okay? On FaceTime on top of that. FaceTime and Roxy in the was dark. looking like. She was in the <laughs> Girl called me like, from a pitch black dark room and weeping. she was weeping. And I was like, Wait, are you really crying? She was like, Yes. Like, did not want to leave New Orleans because the song is so like, Do you know what it means to miss New Orleans? That is real. Like, it's so I miss real. it because people here have been wearing, they wear me thin. Yeah. I've been saying to a few people that I have, um, I have maybe two years or less left in me for New York for Speak a lot it. of reasons. Um, the I dating like pool. <laughs> the dating pool is the biggest part. And it's like, I hate the weather. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and it drains I hate you. the traffic. Like mm-hmm. I hate when I have to get on a train. And sometimes I have to, even though I drive, like sometimes I'm like, Who I'm not trying with to driving? find parking out there. I'd rather just get on a train. Um, and like dating is also a big part of it because, it's and we have time. a right to say that we're right. single and we're thinking about the next step in life. Right. And so we have the right to say that for all of y'all that's mm-hmm. thinking about how thirsty we are, whatever, whatever like, you may think. I don't care. People but. could think what they want, but you also get to a point where you're like, I'm in this place in my life. I need a really stable person to be like, that's my person. I'm over the casual situation. Like the last two dudes that I've talked to, and this has been within a week, two weeks, have really, really turned me off. Are we transitioning from, and about it? Uh, kind of. It seems let's, that way. Let's just, let's let's just transition. We have questions this week, too. Great. Um, what am I, I'm trying to say great. Great. <laughs> but we can just transition right into whine about it you want Great. to go first no you started whining oh I tell did. us tell us the story so first of all let me just say again that when you are inside of your apartment for three weeks and all of your friends have jobs and don't nobody got time to be coming to sit with you on the couch <laughs> It be you, the TV, and Tinder, okay? And you just, your fingers just get to swipe, 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 swiping. You get bored. Um, and, like, it wasn't even that I necessarily wanted to have sex. That was not. <laughs> I am 31 whole years old. If oh, people yes. don't know. Now you know. Now you know. In the words of Biggie. Hello. Okay. So, <laughs> I was just like, right now, I just like very honestly and very transparently because I know we're trying to do that more on this podcast. We're about to be transparent. I just craved at that moment the human interaction. Like, I was like, I need to cuddle. I was like, these blankets not working no more. I was like, I can wrap myself in a cocoon. And it still will not be enough. Mm -hmm. A nigga need a hug. You know? Mm -hmm. And so, thus we begin right swipe. Match with a guy who seemed cool. We talked on the phone that night. I was like, okay, he's all right. And, um, you know, he was like, well, can we kick it tomorrow? I was like, that's fine. Kick it. So he's escaped. He didn't say kick it. Okay. Those were not his words. Those are my words. I'm paraphrasing here. Um, so he came over and it was like fine at first, 
And then, you know, as they do, things happened. Um, there were a couple of instances where I wanted I really to hate like, you. hard stop because there are just some things I don't enjoy. One of those things in particular is do not place your... Let me also just say this. I am 5'4 and a half. 5'5 on a good day. Okay? This human was 6'8 and stocky. So much bigger than me. Do not ever put yourself in a position to overpower me. Because A, I'm going to first of all call you out. Which is exactly what I did. I was like, don't do that. That's like an easy way for you to get sit right up out the door. (laughs) Like, don't do that. Like, don't put your parts in front of my face. I'm like, what am I supposed to do with that? Mm -hmm. I'm like, don't do it. Just don't, okay? So, fine. The experience happened. It was not great. It was boring, and I'm like, dang, bruh. I can't I signed up for a cuddle and ended up with this. So. (laughs) Roxy's very aggravating, guys. Just saying. So this person also happens to be a person that likes to debrief. I'm (laughs) really going to punch you now. No, like he got home. He was like, I made it home. I was like, great. Um, he was like, I'm going to take a shot. I was like, all right, go do that. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Me too. Um, and he wants to debrief the whole interaction. He was like, was it good? And at that point, I was like over it. And so instead of being honest, which was my fault, because I should have been honest. And it was something that one of my girlfriends told me later. She was like, you should have been honest. So I was like, I should have. And he was like, how was it? And I'm giving one word answers, not realizing that everybody don't catch that shade. So I'm like, fine. Oh, I'm the one one word answer reading mastery queen. (laughs) I was like, it was, I was like, how was it? Fine. And then this question. Oh, my God. I don't even want to say it. But I'm going to say it. Spirit of transparency. Was it big enough for you? To which I said, sure. I should also just name that it's not even like about size because some people have large members, don't know what to do with them. Some people have small members and know exactly what to do with them. It's fine. But anyway, you know, I'm like, sure, whatever. And then he goes on to say what he expected from it, which was, Things. (laughs) Things. Things. <laughs> a drink. No, we can't use cold words. I'm using but that. I'm I am matronly. I am not participating. Saying it. Y'all know what he expected. Come on. And to which I said, I know. And his response was, when are you going to do it? And I was like, I don't know. But for me, it was a, all right, I'm never going to going to see this person again. Um, because, like, I hate that question. I hate it so much. And dudes feel so emboldened and empowered to ask it. And I'd be like, no, like, you don't ask. It's like a gift. It's like Christmas. Wait for I it. I can't It's a you. surprise. I it can't. may or may not happen. And I really hate you. I mean, listen. Whatever. So, for a couple of days after that, he would text and be like, oh, what you doing? Can I come over? And I would always be like, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. And then one day he texted and I just ignored him. And then Saturday at 9.59 a.m., way too early for anybody that is not a close friend or immediate family member to call or text me, He texts talking about what you doing. I let it sit for like 45 minutes. And I said, why? He said, sorry, I need to go back into the archives. Go back into them suckers. 
He said, can I come over? I said, four. <laughs> he said, relax. I said, you can relax at your home. Relax at the spa castle. <laughs> How about that? And then he said, I guess. And then I said, or you could just say what you actually want so I can say yes or no. I love and it. then he said, I want to massage my back hurts. My response, I'm not a masseuse. Y'all are hollering. <laughs> and so then, after being shot down in that way, I would have been like, all right, she's not here for it. Like, let me just leave her alone. Not this guy. So he says, can I get a drink today? And I flat out said, no. And then he says, why? And then made a How comment. He? He's 29. Why? And made a comment about my lips. And I said, because I don't want to. To which, it should have been a dead issue because I've already said no. You think he stopped, though? No. No. He showed the creative value persistence. <laughs> he then says, okay, for five minutes. Like a child. And then I asked him what part of no did he fail to comprehend. And then I went on to say, as a personal practice, I don't ask for drinks. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, then oh well. Um, and I told him that it was, what did I say? I said, it's one of the most annoying and unattractive questions I get asked and niggas get canceled for it every day. And then I his can't. response but, was, okay, hun. And I was like, hun, right. I hate that. Mm-hmm. I hate hun. Right. And that I was like, I loathe. It's the worst. And I was word. like, that feels patronizing. And then he didn't answer. And then I blizzocked him off the internet. I'm not even going to talk about the other dude because he's just dumb and slow. And another one. Like, boys, and this is specifically for boys because men don't do this, they can't. Boys, you cannot get mad at a woman if she does not want to give it up to you. That's her preference. If she don't want to give it up, you need to respect her mind. But you cannot get mad. For five minutes. Kind of shit. Like. (laughs) For five minutes? Didn't I just say no? Didn't I just give you a hard no? It wasn't even a no without a, it was a full sentence no. No, hard stop. No, period. Okay, just five minutes? No. I said what I said And what I said was no I just I can't And between that and the other dude Who I'm not even going to go into I was like I'm done (laughs) With dating in New York It's too much It's too much It's it's a lot Yeah It's a lot Oh god I just got so sad talking about that (laughs) She said, so sad. I'm really sad. I was talking to Ruby about it earlier. I was like, I'm really sad. Like, it shouldn't be this hard to date, but it is. Roxy about to participate in in my wine about it because she was a part of it. Uh Uh-oh. So, (laughs) okay. We were in a little neighborhood, Bop, that we go to a few weeks ago. It's called Treehouse, right? Mm -hmm. So, Treehouse is a bar that a family friend of mine owns, slash church member of ours. Um, It's really cute, good food, Mm -hmm. you know, very small menu, very basic. You either like it or you don't. Um, everyone finds something there. Nevertheless, so we're in there. I'm in there to meet about some things going on, some like functions I'm having or whatever. And of course, we ended up not meeting about that and being serious and just eating dinner and having a drink and enjoying ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, it was a good way for Roxy to like get out. That was her first outing, outing. So. We go, and there are a bunch of people there, and we go fairly early. I'm like, okay, y'all turning up. And so we go, and 
We're chilling. It's loud. There are a bunch of people in the back. Turns out they were firefighters. Um, Miss Ella. Shout out to Miss Ella. Yeah, shout out One to Miss Ella. One of the um, co-owners is the first African-American. Um, whew, excuse me. I had to let that y'all know. <laughs> Firefighter, lieutenant person, something of that nature. I'm going to ask her and get clarity. She's everything. She's That's everything. That's all you need though. to know. Um, nevertheless, um, Miss Ella's like firefighter people are there in the back or whatever and so they're there hanging chilling eating being married all of the above Mm -hmm. and so this guy comes and stands next to me and mind you half the time when i go out i'm not like oh i'm going out to meet a man because it just doesn't happen for me anymore oh maybe i should even go out a little more hey look at that maybe Um, even though I think I go out enough, but I think I go to places where guys are not. And so that doesn't work. And so (laughs) me and Roxy trying to mind our business, sipping our little seltzer water and liquor and whatever. And so this guy comes and stands next to me. He's evidently a little tipsy, topsy, whatever he is. (laughs) And so, you know, nice, big, fine dude, muscular and Roxy knows my style, and those who know me, they know my style, and that ain't my style. Muscular is not my thing. So, you know, he's standing next to me. He's making small remedial talk. I was honestly surprised that you let him grasp your hand and then keep it. Yeah, it was a little random, because you know I don't like affection like that, unless it's friends and family. I certainly don't like a man holding my hand. It was weird. Peculiar. It was really weird. Very peculiar. So, um, yeah, so basically he um walked away or whatever he was doing. So I stepped away. My drink was there. Yeah. My friend was there. Yeah. You know you never leave your drink. But when your friend's there, you can leave your drink. And so I left my drink because my friend was there. Do you want me to pick up now? Yep. All right. <laughs> So, I was not at all interested in talking to this human. I was like, where's Lauren? Because, you know. We weren't interested in talking. It wasn't at all. So, he sits down and he's like asking me questions about my life. And I'm like, oh my God. Um, And then I see him grasp Lauren's drink. And I'm like, what are you doing? That's my friend's drink. (laughs) And... He was like, I'm just taking a sip. I was like, no, no. That's my friend's drink. Put it down. And by then, he's like taking full sips. Like, I'm like, half the drink is gone. I'm like, so you got to buy her another drink. He's like, I'm going to buy her another drink. But I'm like, but you shouldn't have drank her drink in the first place. Like, what are you doing? So... I'm like going off. Lauren comes back. And as soon as she comes back, I'm like, he drank your drink. And then Lauren was like, what? And then she walked away and went to the bar and told the girls, the ladies at the bar, rather. And I could tell when she told them because three sets of angry eyes darted towards the table. (laughs) And I'm still just like, you are inappropriate. Like, you don't just pick up a strange woman's drink and drink it, especially when her friend is sitting across from you saying, put my friend's drink down. And it just, like, wasn't registering to him. He was like, I'm going to buy her another one. What's the problem? Like, the problem is that you drank her drink. What do you mean? And after you were asked to put it down, you proceeded to continue to drink it. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it was just ridiculous and crazy. And I was getting really, really fired up. (laughs) Roxy's voice went from a restaurant voice to a jazz festival voice. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, whoa, she's yelling. And I'm not, I don't do that. And she know my energy was low to the flow. Mm -hmm. Low as hell. So... I just was like, sir, please get up out my seat. Yeah. It and was so then, a lot. It and, was really yeah. stupid. And so he repetitiously apologized. Apology, apology. 
and but no the thing the issues i had with his apologies was they were i'm sorry but, but i don't understand what followed the issue by was. excuses I followed said by i was gonna I can buy, buy. Her, i can buy everybody in here a drink i was like that's not the motherfucking point excuse my language but that's where i had to go with him um and he just still wasn't getting it guys it was awful it was terrible. I've never been so mad in my life. So yeah. Well, I so, have been, but yeah, it was know. it was awful. And so basically, um, you know, he felt really bad after we paid him dust because Roxy was like, "I'm getting aggravated." I, when I say jazz fest, when I say the Monterey Jazz Festival <laughs> in California, loud, it was loud. So. Yeah, I was just done and I was ready to eat my little burger and get the hell out of there. And so it was just a constant like, oh, that one love, can I get you something? Can I do something? Mm-hmm. So I was like, Psh, we eating and drinking for free, but mm-hmm. I ain't about to abuse my Mm-mm. food and, and liquor for free. And so, you know, I just made him... We made him get us, what, shrimp and crab cakes. Mm-hmm. And so we waited for that. Um, the drinks there are strong. I was not looking to obtain another ounce of alcohol, okay, because it was strong. <laughs> and so, um, you know, we went and we ate the food or whatever. We just wanted him to leave us alone. Um, yes. He came back and he was just like, can I take you out? Mm. So you could take me on a nice brunch to make up for what you did. I wasn't looking to date him. I was not looking to talk to him. He was a great person, sobered up. Fast forward. It's Saturday. We um, are communicating. I went to Long Island City to get my hair done. And um, he had he was like being really gentleman-esque. Looked up places, had places in mind, and you know, some people are good when they're sober. They're phenomenal when they're sober. Um, so yeah, and so he was sober, and we had a good time. You know, fast forward, we met at Sugar Freak, really great New Orleans style restaurant in Astoria, Queens. I was in Long Island City, which is down the street from Astoria. All the same thing to me, but whatever. Um. And so we met up and I thought we had fun. I mean, I after talking to him, I'm like, he got a lot going on, but he don't have that much going on. Mm. But mm, we'll see. And so I noticed that following day, he was a little like hesitant in conversation. And he was just like, you know, short answer, stuff like that. I was like, great. So I was like, you know, I tell men all the time. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, if you're not interested, you know, you could say that and blah, blah, blah. I appreciated his honesty. Mm-hmm. He was just like, um, yeah, I didn't really get a romantic vibe from you, but we could be cool. And I was like, great. Don't have an interest in being cool with him. But I got my brunch and I wanted brunch after I got my hair done. And I looked cute. You did look cute. You were very cute. Then. Thank you. And You and Barb. Barb is... I really hate her. Barb is my name for Lauren straight here. <laughs> it is very Barb. Very 42-year-old MTA single Barb. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that was... that. My wine about it was... That one... Oh, the wine about it was the drinking part. Yeah. Because I didn't have a problem with the date or the fact that he was like... I didn't get a romantic vibe because I don't care about that because you're not going to romantically vibe with everyone. Right. I just think that he was drinking and having fun. and mm-hmm. Too much I got fun. A little too much. Enough to drink my damn fun. drink. You know, and I was just like, y'all think I drank something after that? No, nah, nah, I'm good. Like, I got another drink, but I also wasn't interested in, like, you know, talking to him in that capacity so i'm fine yeah so stop stop when when a woman tells you not to do something like just stop that you're making her uncomfortable with like don't do it it's not fun it's not cool 
I don't. I'm so tired of explaining consent to grown men. Kelly it's Price tired. It's too much. Kelly Price tired. So y'all, I really. You know what? I think we really should just take a hard break from men, so we can stop talking about them on this podcast. We talk about. Yeah, I don't feel like we, talking about I'm you all. I'm sick of them. Like I'm done. I have like about two crushes in the comedy community, but the problem is they're in the comedy community, and I do not under any circumstances date comedians i tried to date one comedian but when we met in person he stank and i was over it and i was like damn i really should have stuck to my guns and not dated comedians you know listen let's drug <sighs> but anyway that's it for one about it pray for yeah. us y'all because we tired of being sad pray our strength <laughs> in the lord in the lord okay we're we um, finished but we're gonna move on to preguntas or uh, doctor's orders. Um, these come from Curious George, located in Houston, Texas. Hey. And he says, hi, lady. It's three questions in here. Mm-hmm. Um, hi, lady. See, ha- see what had happened was, so you know it's about to be some foolishness. I've been invited to a co-ed bachelor party, and the groom's ex slash baby mama is in the group text. I'm conflicted because while it's co-ed and she'll probably be on some cool kickback vibes, this man doesn't need that kind of trip down memory lane the night before he gets married. Should I tell him she'll be there or just ride the wave? Tell him. Tell him. I'm a little lost. Okay, so basically a friend is getting married. His ex-girlfriend slash baby mama is in a group text of everybody that's going to be involved in the co-ed bachelor party. So she helped plan it? She's going to be in attendance. Like, she's going to be there. And so his question is, should I tell my friend, you know, because I don't feel like he should be going down that trip down memory lane the day before he gets married. Tell him, Bobo. Yes. That's a heavy day. Before you're loving basketball at MC. (laughs) We have to be cognizant of these types of events where these women can just pop up and be like double or nothing. Well, she was invited. Well, I mean, she must not be. I mean. I I think it's still tell. Tell him. Yeah, I'd tell him because I don't have time for that. And then I'm the bride and then all of a sudden you falling for this shit again. And then then I get played and jilted. Mm-mm. People, yeah. people really be killing people, yes. like and harming people after they do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You gotta be cognizant yeah. of that. You I know? would tell them just because, as a person who's attended a co-ed bachelor party, shit gets wild, real wild. I would tell my friend so he can protect his neck, great, and his relationship. That's a quick one. Um, Ooh, okay. This is a good one. In recent months, I've come to learn that people near and dear to me have been suffering with mental illness and silence. Why? Because previous attempts to share their concerns with their parents, siblings, spouses were met with closed minds and aggressive denial. Why are people of color so afraid to acknowledge and address mental health? Because you pray it away. You're told to pray it away. Told to pray it away. You'll be all right. Just pray about it. But see, people not going to learn until you're not there anymore. Yes. To to tell them, hey, I'm struggling. Mm -hmm. You know, and me personally, like, I get it. Like, my nerves be bad. Mm -hmm. And so I just be like, I know I need Xanax. Mm -hmm. There's nothing worse. Because, again, this happened to me last year at the job where I was really struggling and really sad, and really anxious, um, and probably definitely mildly depressed at the time. And when I voiced it to one of my superiors, I was told, you're being dramatic. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not mm-hmm. okay. You attack these things. If somebody comes to me and say, I'm not in a good place, I'm going to say, okay, what can I do to help? Not push it off as you're being dramatic. Mm-hmm. You know? And that all too often happens, especially with people of color, because, again, it's a pray it away or nothing's wrong with you. You're just having a bad day. Mm-hmm. you just cranky today. you tired. 
I am tired and cranky and I have been for a long time and I can't shake it now. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's like, it's long hours and that drains you, you know? So. I think that black folks, not black folks, people of color don't take it seriously because I feel like we think of it as a white man's luxury. Like, we can't afford to be mentally tired and mentally exhausted or mentally ill. We can't afford to do that because we're black, we're strong, we've been through struggle, we know how to overcome. And I think because of the mindset rooted, that's rooted in our oppression, essentially, we feel like we can handle it because our mama seen it and our mama mama seen it and mm-hmm. our mama's mama's mama seen it and they got through it. Mm-hmm. So you can get through it too. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just a mindset, a mindset rooted in oppression. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's like, we've been strong through centuries of like neglect mm-hmm. and usage and all of these different things like, we have definitely stuck with our heads and like, oh, we're fine. And nah, like we have centuries of damage and I stick by that. Like, I don't care how long ago slavery was. We are so conditioned and Mm -hmm. so full of just like fatigue and stuff. And it's rightfully so. Yeah. You know, so, hey, like that's why like we're told to, Pray it away. I thank God I don't have a family that says that. I have a family that's like, I didn't want you to have to be on Xanax yeah. or some type of pill to calm your nerves, but do what you got to do because we want to see more memories with you. I thank God for that. Everyone mm-hmm. does not have that. Like, I'm about to relax my nerves and bake a cake, and that's about to be my Xanax mm-hmm. for the evening because, like, I really try to go to bed at a decent time, but... Yeah. It's just like, it'll be the phone and the, and I had to tell one of my coworkers, love of the death. He's like a little brother, but the emails and at the crack of dawn and late at night like that, like. It's stressful. It makes me feel like I have to answer it. Like mm-hmm. people will tell you, you don't have to answer this. So you don't have to pay attention. It's but like, nah, like you're, you're paying attention to it. Because you actually, you want me to respond. To yeah. This. And so it's just like, you know, I had to make sure in my mind, I'm like. So two days a week, I've been working with my life coach. I'm like, two days a week, like, I'm going to be going home at a decent time. Mm-hmm. You, you know, I to. have to stay late to make money, you know what I'm saying, come together. But it's also just like, I don't want to have to keep doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't want to have to stay 13 and 14 hours a day, four and days a like, week. As a person you know? who's been in that position, yeah. literally... Where I was like, mm, I need to stay later to make mm-hmm. this money. At a point, you will get to that point where like, F the money. even you will get the trust me. I'm there because like, it's too much. It's too much to be in this. It's too much to be in there. It's yeah. too much to be in there. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's just too much. And I had to really. Repeat it over and over and over for my family to get that I was anxious and I was sad. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, they were, and at first they were kind of like, oh, you're just having some rough days at work. And I was like, so no. <laughs> and I really had to just be like, it's nah. not just rough days at work. I was like, a rough day at work is a rough day at work. But if I don't even want to get out of the bed mm-hmm. thinking about having to go in there, mm-hmm. it's more than a rough day. Mm-hmm. It is taking a toll on me mentally, mm-hmm. spiritually, mm-hmm. emotionally, physically. Mm-hmm. And I cannot do it anymore. Yeah. And then when I broke it down to them like that, and I was like, a lot of days in my office when I have alone time, I cry. And then they were like, okay, we get it now. Maybe it's really time for you to leave. Yeah, man. You know? Yeah. But, you know, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Black folks got to learn to be okay. And I feel like we're fine. this generation is speaking out about it a lot more. Um, and I hope that it's a trend that continues. Um, 
black people have to realize that we don't always have to be so strong. Mm-hmm. We're allowed to be vulnerable. We're allowed to be sad. We're allowed to say, this is a lot. Mm-hmm. We're allowed to go sit on the couch and talk about things. Mm-hmm. We're allowed to take prescriptions if it evens us out. We are allowed to do those things. We are allowed to live authentically. We are. Um. So, yeah. Yep. That's it. We want to add anything else to that or we want to move on to the next Let's one? Let's move on. All right. Uh, third question. In our instant gratification world, who's more to blame in your opinion? A cheating partner or the third party that knows their love interest is in a committed relationship? Also, is it me or were some of the best love, best songs of the 90s and 2000s about cheating? <laughs> First of all, both of y'all to blame. You trash, you know you mad, you know you in a committed situation. They, them too. If they know what your situation is, look but don't touch. I'm not instantly gratifying anything, any of that <laughs> shit. All of y'all trash and dusty. All three of y'all. Instantly be gratified by your significant other. Hello. Instantly be gratified by somebody that's not married. Hello. How about that? How about it? That's it. I can't. And some of the best songs of the 90s and 2000s they were. were about cheating. Like Maybe I deserve. with you and your girlfriend, the fact mm, that she That was a good one. That's the worst, best You know one. which album I've been listening to? Mm. The whole album was about cheating. Uh, Usher. Mm-hmm. Let It Burn. Mm-hmm. I, I listened to it. I was like, I don't know why I want to listen to this yeah. album. The whole thing was about cheating, and we loved it. Back in 2004 Sung it because Usher puts on an excellent show. I'd go see him again. His I ass saw is him phenomenal. at his 8701 tour, I believe. That's throwback, throwback. I that was a that. long time. You know what? It wasn't the 8701 tour. I'm tripping. I think it was the Let It Burn tour. I saw the Good was Kisser it? tour or whatever. Who, whatever August Alcina was on or something. Yeah. That was excellent. The only thing I remember about it was that Kanye opened with John Legend. I remember that. And I was like, I like him. That was a long time ago. I still like John Legend. I saw Usher about four or five years ago. Yeah. Excellent show. Yeah, I would want to see him in concert again. Oh, it it was excellent. He put on a show. But, um, yeah. That was some good music. (sighs) Yep. Man. What an episode, guys. (laughs) We gave y'all a lot. A lot. Oh, man. So before we end it, let's take some time to plug our peoples. It's a long list at this point. All of our podcasting friends in the world. Let's see. We have Your 30 with Marty and the Arrogant Observer. We have The Fly with Bats And they're funny. They are funny. All these people are amazing. We have the Misbelief Podcast. We have the On the Lake Podcast. We have the We'll Figure This Out Podcast. We have the Black Girl Giggles Podcast. We have uh, Sugar Sass and Sarcasm. So many good podcasts out right now, y'all. And they all deserve a listen. Um, These are very talented people who are either from, live in, or... um, went to school at some point in New Orleans and it's a lot of creative minds doing a lot of things out of New Orleans right now. Um, So yeah, subscribe to this podcast, of course, subscribe to those podcasts, share them with your friends. The only way like we can grow and keep doing amazing things is, you know, by y'all listening and supporting. And um, of course, don't forget we have our swag shop. Um, the link will be in the description. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter, the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Therapy Noir. That's T-H-E-R-A-P-I-E-N-O-I-R. And of course, email us questions. We love questions. Love. So much. Um, you can email us at therapynoir@gmail.com. That's T-H-E-R-A-P-I-E-N-O-I-R at gmail.com. 
if you have if you know indie artists or aren't indie artists and you want to plug your music send it our way email us again at therapynoir@gmail.com on the show where can the people find you on the internet you can find me i got five openings for friends guys isn't that great i'm being so funny you i really, really don't ridiculous. care if you friend me or not um at l nichelle youngblood facebook i can say that now mm. um five people deleted me or something um instagram at l underscore n i c h e l l e y twitter at l nichelle yep um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Roxy E. Will. That's spelled R-O-X-I-E-E-W-I-L. And you can follow all of my vlogging shenanigans on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Roxy's Way. Spelled R-O-X-I-E-S-W-A-Y. That is it for this week, y'all. We are happy to be back. Um, and we will catch y'all next week. Hey. Bye. 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 No way to let go. No way to let go. Oh. Take it up to five. Break it up to nine. Baby, you know you're tired. No, I'm tired. Let's take it up to nine. Break it up to nine. Baby, I've been more than a woman. We've been lovers on a mission. Oh, I'm Please